It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Actually, I know yesterday you said that you were a bit of a boxing fan. David Nika put on an absolute clinic yesterday in his uh, his bout against the Moroccan. And it's quite interesting watching um, Olympic boxing. The gloves must be way lighter, right? Because they're kind of hitting each other, but they're not really rocking each other. So it was I haven't seen too much of it. And it was really curious to watch. And then this big Moroccan fella's taken a... He's tried to bite David Nika's face. Like he's literally tried to chew on his cheekbone. That was very strange. Well, he's gone for the Evander Holyfield sort of Mike Tyson. Well, it was Mike Tyson who tried to fight Evander Holyfield, obviously. He's gone for that option, but he, he's actually got nowhere near him as well. Like, in terms of execution of a biter, like, it's poor. He's missed it by... But they've he's, got, missed, he's wider the mark. They've got mouth guards in. How do you, how do you bite someone with a mouth guard in? Well, no. no. Not with great force, I wouldn't think. You'd have to really sort of lock in there and start tearing. But it, <laughs> it, it just makes no it makes no sense. To, it looked like a bit of a publicity stunt. Well, just, he's he's wh- thinking. What's of, he actually trying to get out of it? Yeah, right. I'm losing here. Why don't I be the Tyson guy? Yeah, yeah. But it was a good win anyway, Dave Nika. But I am a boxing fan. I noticed overnight as well. I was watching a bit of the. The news coming out of um, out of the UK and Anthony Joshua just putting trying to put um, Tyson Fury in, Tyson Fury in his place around the challenge um, that he's laid down. So there's the the top end of boxing is pretty strong at the moment, isn't it? When yep. you think of Joshua and Fury, and you throw Joseph Parker in there as well. You got Deontay Wilder. Um, you know, there's some some pretty good heavyweights bouncing around the scene. Yep, there definitely is, Bez. And and David Nika, well, he just looks professional. He looks like, and he's, it's crazy to think this was his Olympic debut. Um, it's really insane. So he's he's going to be a, a, a real force, and hopefully he can kind of keep carrying that New Zealand flag. The Olympics were, they were fascinating yesterday. The poor sailors, they had an awful go of it. They were in the water, they were getting DQ'd, and then Luca Jones just couldn't quite hang with the top ladies in the um the slalom, so no medals, but the sevens, that has become a real feature. I'm so glad, I, you know, I'm so glad sevens is an Olympic sport now. I was a little bit sceptical, I must say, a few years back when it was decided, but 
I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying it. How fit are those blokes as well? That game is played at such a fast pace, and the hits that they're putting in, and their ability to bounce back up to their feet too. I, I watched the probably about three or four games of sevens yesterday as well. I actually watched the Great Britain versus the USA game, and USA went out to a twenty-one nil lead, and I'm thinking, well, in fifteen minutes, surely that's enough. But they got run down by by Great Britain, and that was a pretty impressive performance. And then obviously watched the the All Black Sevens boys put on a bit of a clinic. They look strong, Louis. They look a big chance, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And they got the good side of the draw by coming back from Australia yesterday and making sure they, well, they, they really did make sure of their place leading that pool. So they avoided South Africa, who it didn't actually matter because they lost to Argentina with five men. Huge performance by them. And Fiji, well, they wouldn't meet them until the final if all goes well. So they're in the semi-final today against your great British side. And we're going to hear from Scott Waldrum, who actually took over the program after the Rio Olympics. So he understands the program. He's played a lot of sevens. One test all black as well, old Scott Waldrum, and allegedly he's still playing club rugby. So that could be quite a good chat. Yeah, I look forward to that chat, actually. And also to find out what position he's playing, because of course he was on the flank, wasn't he, back in his... his heyday, so it'll be interesting to see at the tender age of 40 if he's maintained that position or he started to move a little closer to the epicentre of the of the scrum and uh, maybe headed, headed slightly in, but it will be good chat. It'll be interesting to hear his thoughts on on how he thinks the, the Sevens boys have been playing and, and whether we've had a bit of a soft kind of entry or, mm. or whether we're just building up nicely as well. So that, I'm looking forward to that chat. We've got a few other good guests on the show too today which will be fascinating to hear from. I'm looking forward to Justin Nelson, the general manager of the National Basketball League, because I've got many a question on three-on-three basketball <laughs> as opposed to, to Justin Nelson. I think, he, see, I think he, he thinks he's coming on to ask you questions. Me being the uh, the correspondent, the three-on-three basketball correspondent and expert. Yeah, I think he thought this was like a... I pitched it as in, do you want to come and hear some great ideas on three-on-three basketball from the basketball three-on-three doyen? <laughs> well, I sort of, I understand how these kind of shortened sports that get taken to the masses and commercialised in the market. I, I kind of get it. I understand that, that logic. And if that's what we're trying to achieve with three-on-three basketball, Louis, and we're going to start to offer private investment in it, then we're all in, aren't we? I'm sure we could. <laughs> we could Pass the hat around and <laughs> drum up enough enough uh, enough for a deposit to try and purchase a team amongst all of us. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.